Doc. If you've been here before, I appreciate you coming back again. If this is your first time, sit back, have fun, and relax. Enjoy the show. Strange Talk with Doc can be heard on most platforms. Just Google Strange Talk with Doc. You know the places, iTunes, Spotify, TalkShoe, YouTube, etc. So let's get to the show. Peace. Hello. Happy Easter to you and yours if you celebrate Easter. Unfortunately, uh, there was a big, huge explosion in Sri Lanka this morning, and it killed 156 people, injured hundreds more. It's a sad state of affairs that uh, churches, synagogues are not safe from terrorist acts. It really makes me uh, angry that sanctuaries are not uh, places that are hands off. Uh, we are living in quite a time when, like I said, sanctuaries don't mean sanctuaries anymore, where other people will not respect other people's religious holidays. And we know that this shit all seems to come from like one place. All the hate comes from one group. All the hate towards others go in one direction. Uh, I don't know how we rectify this. I don't know how we get past this. I'm not smart enough to have the answers. I wish that I did, but that's fantasy fucking island, and I don't live there. I live in reality. So my heart goes out to the hundreds of people who are injured, lives lost, their friends, their families, their coworkers, their neighbors. I feel for them because this can happen anytime, any place to anyone. You could just be going somewhere to chill, have a good time, vacation, or whatever it is you were doing. They were going to pray to whoever their God was, and this still happened to them. Uh, they were staying in hotel rooms, and this still happened to them. So there is no safe place. So if you love somebody, you ain't told somebody you love them. If you've been thinking about somebody and you ain't reached out to somebody and it's been a long time, then don't let another day go by because you never know in this world. You never know when that tragedy will happen due to no fault of their own. We got a lot to talk about today. I'm going to talk about sports. I'm going to talk about politics. I'm going to talk about society. I'm going to talk about um, the Notre Dame fire. I'm not going to be stuck in one subject matter. That's not what Strange Talk with Doc is all about. If I find a subject matter to be interesting, I am going to speak on it. I'm always going to speak my truth. I'm not going to ever bullshit you. I'm not going to say anything just to be funny, anything just to be controversial, anything to be uh, a wise ass or get arise out of somebody that happened to be listening to my voice. That's not what this is about. So we just talked about something tragic. I just want to talk about something fun, uh, nonsensical. The NBA playoffs are on. Today, we got the Warriors who have a two-to-one lead over the LA Clippers. They play at 3.30 this afternoon. The Rockets are three up over the Jazz. That series is basically over. The Jazz have not shown up. The Trailblazers have a 2-1 lead over the Thunder. Russell Westbrook came to play. They play at 9.30 tonight. The Nuggets uh, 
tied with my San Antonio Spurs 2-2. Spurs started that game off so well and then went to pot. I mean, they just, uh, from like the midway through the second quarter on, that game was basically all nuggets. The Bucks are up three zip versus the Pistons. That series is over. The Celtics are up three zip over the Pacers, and they play at one o'clock this afternoon. That series is over. 76ers are 3-1 up versus the Nets. The Nets fought hard. I did. That's a scrappy ass team with no big celebrity, no big star. No big name. I liked how Dudley played and showed heart, but I wish Russell would be more involved. But for all intents and purposes, the 76ers move on to the next round. The Raptors are up 2-1 versus the Magic, and they play today at 7 o'clock. The Hall of Fame basketball, female basketball coach Sylvia Hadchek had to resign after the investigation into her racially insensitive remarks. The investigation was done, so she resigned. I guess she's resigned to save a little face as opposed to getting fired. You can't sit in a room full of black women, black men, or black people of any sort in this country and bring up nooses and hanging. So she did the right thing by stepping down. She should have did it instantaneously. She should have been a woman about it said, you know what, what I did was wrong. I apologize and I apologize to each and every one of these young women personally to their face. And I'm moving on. I had a good career. She won a national champion for the Tar Heels. She's a Hall of Famer, like I said, but time is over. Terrence Crawford last night fought Amir Khan. Crawford stopped Amir Khan. It was a devastating low blow. But Amir Khan was on his way out the door to begin with. It basically was over already. So I am tired of Amir Khan being thrust into these major bouts when he does not seem to be a person who's actually earned the right to be in these fights. And when he does get in these fights, like this one, Canelo, he always comes up short. Amir Khan should start thinking about retirement, what he's going to do with his future, move on with his life. This is done. No more Amir Khan. I mean, I, I wish that I was in Las Vegas when this fight happens or anytime Amir Khan's in a major fight so that I can bet against Amir and make some money. Because to me, he's money in the bank when it's money on the line. The UFC had a card yesterday from Russia. It was a pretty good card. Overeem knocked out Olenek in the first round. Uh, uh, Alistair Overeem, you never know what you're going to get. He's that box of chocolate that um, was this knucklehead uh, for uh, Forrest talked about. You never know what you're going to get. One day he's going to get a stoppage. Next day he's going to be devastatingly knocking somebody out. And then sometimes he's going to be knocked out himself. But congratulations to... Uh, Alistair Overeem for winning. Like I said, it was a pretty good card. You had some submissions. You had some quick knockouts. You had some good long fights. You had uh, uh, Roxanne Matafari 
doing her thing. So if you didn't get a chance to watch this UFC card, you can go back and watch it. Last Sunday, I have to give congratulations. I even mentioned on the show that I wasn't myself rooting for him. And I told a story about meeting Tiger Woods face-to-face one time. But Tiger Woods won the Masters. And uh, I've been watching him since his comeback because I love golf. I love the... I love the game of golf. I love seeing it being played at a super high level where men do things that we cannot do as regular Joe Blows. We don't have the time. We have not not had to practice. We have not put in the thousands of hours that it takes to reach the levels that these pro golfers are at. But everybody seemed to fall apart on one hole I believe it was the 13th hole. Every single golfer that was in the top six with Tiger fell apart at one time. Justin made a late charge, but that was bogus. Justin made a late charge when the pressure was off. He seems to be that type of guy. Ricky Fowler seems to do the same thing. When the pressure's off, they can play the best golf in the world. I mean, it, I'm amazed at the shots, the shaping of the shots, the putting, the recovery work that pro golfers do. It's, it's, it's fantastic. But congratulations to Tiger Woods. It's been a long, hard struggle to get back to wearing a green jacket or being a major champion in any shape, form, or fashion. I watched him have some good placements last year. I watched that madness. When he did win that one tournament and people were following him around as though it was uh, Jesus Christ, it was a crazy moment. But Tiger brings crazy moments to a sport or a game, sorry, a game that normally is pretty sedate. So congratulations, Tiger Woods. Now let's see what we do from here. Let's see where we go on from here. You still got the Open, the PGA, uh, the U.S. Open, the British Open, and the PGA. So there's a chance for him to win another major this year if he plays. If he could string together three or four days, it's going to take at least three of the four days for him to be on top of his game. What was amazing, and I didn't hear a lot of people talk about it, was Tiger was very good with his driver. The one club other than the putter that has betrayed him for the last few years has been the driver. But he drove straight long and true throughout this tournament. And, you know, that's what it is. We have Tim Anderson. He's a Major League Baseball player. He gets hit by Royals pitcher Brad Keller. Brad Keller hits him because he celebrated a home run by flipping his bat. Tim Anderson, who's a black man, supposedly, allegedly, whatever, tells the Royals bench that Brad Keller is a weak-ass fucking nigga. He gets suspended. Brad Keller gets suspended. My issue with this is when is Major League Baseball going to grow up? They put out, they spent this money, millions of dollars on an ad campaign this summer called Let the Kids Play. Can you believe this? Asia baseball teams, coaches that are more sedate and about respect and honor and this, that, and the other, they have more fun playing a game that we created 
than our own players here in America. A bat flip is like you gave somebody's mother the middle finger. Why can't they enjoy the moments that they have? Why can't they stare at a ball that they hit 465 yards? I don't, I'm feet, I'm sorry. I don't understand why Major League Baseball has these same old antiquated rules of it's like it's a gentleman's sport when guys should be able to flip a bat. Guys should be able to high five. When a pitcher strikes out a batter, he could pump his fist. He could twirl his hat, but a hitter, and it seems to always be Hispanic and black hitters who catch the weight of or the blunt of these men throwing this rock, this basically this rock that they're throwing at you at a high velocity speed. And I don't give a damn if you get hit in the ass, the ankle, the elbow, it's gotta hurt. It's not called a hardball for nothing, you know? I just wish Major League Baseball would lighten up. I mean, lighten up, man, the world, the world has enough serious shit going on. We don't need our baseball to be so devastatingly serious. It could be a much, it would be a much more enjoyable spectator sport if we actually seen the players playing the game, enjoying themselves. Okay. Like I said, happy Easter to everybody. Uh, this is Strange Talk with Doc. I could be heard. This is on. Uh, talks you. You can call in live. I have uh, Instagram. I have Twitter. I have Facebook. But you can also listen. Please listen, subscribe, share, comment. I love you to hear your comments. I could be heard on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, among others. If you just put in the word Strange Talk with Doc in your Google search, I will come up. I'm all over the place. Anchor, tune in, shout out, among others. Uh, your feedback is always welcome. You speak your truth to me. I'm not asking you to be agreeable with me about anything. I, your truth is what matters the most. My truth is what I say out of my mouth, what you're listening to this very moment. But your truth, if you don't like my flow, I mean, maybe you love what I do. Just give me some feedback. I mean, and like I said, you're more than happy. I'm more than happy if you share, comment, like, or subscribe, okay? It's Sunday, people. It's going to be episode two of Game of Thrones. I'm a big Game of Thrones fan now. I'm deep into the shit, and I can't wait to see how this plays out. I had no problem whatsoever with episode one. Zero issues whatsoever it was a setup it was an appetizer we all have an appetizer before we have a meal at a good restaurant so they don't bring a steak and then just bring dessert they bring you a salad a soup some shrimp whatever it is that you like as a setup to get your belly ready for what's to come and there are things to come uh I, I'm excited about where it's heading. It, uh, I can't wait for the reaction of Jon Snow to the information that he's been given about who he really is. I'm also 
excited to see how Khaleesi handles this information and how long it takes John for her, for him to share it with her because she needs to know this ASAP. But does he delay? That's a question. Does he delay in telling her who he is because he's her nephew? He can't be her lover. I mean, I, then again, it's, uh, I guess, medieval times. I don't know how that swung. I know the brother and sister thing is off the base, but maybe aunts, cousins, and stuff like that were more acceptable or common then, even though the show really has not really said that that was fine either. Now, I watched 911 and uh, 911, the TV show, and I'm done with 911, the TV show. It's a joke. It's a show about emergency responders. And how are you going to have a show about emergency responders and the show is not adult enough to even allow a person to die? It makes zero sense to me. I'm not going to, if you didn't see the last episode, I'm not going to give it away. But there was a moment where it was basically a miracle moment. And we can't keep having miracle. It can't just be feel good. You know, if you got a hospital show, you got a doctor show, you got an emergency show, you have a law show, sometimes those people have to lose just to keep the balance. And I'm not saying all the time in every episode, that doesn't make sense, you wouldn't watch it. But every once in a while, there has to be a loss. And the game, this show did not give us that. The Shy, I'm into The Shy. I'm waiting for the shit to hit the fan on the shy. I got uh, episode three lined up for today. I'll be watching that this afternoon while I'm waiting for basketball to come on. It's a pretty good show. It's a fake version of The Wire. It's not as well acted, well written as The Wire, but it's young black people in the hood type thing, drugs, uh, robberies. But there's also progressive Black people on the show trying to do things with their life. So it touches on a lot of bases. I, like I said, I do enjoy it. Uh, this is the week of the Avengers, man. Endgame. It comes out on 426. Endgame comes out 426. I'm expecting this movie to make a billion plus dollars. We get to recap what happened in the Marvel Universe with Thanos. Uh, who's dead, who's alive. I'm I'm super excited and I'm hoping by next Sunday when I do the show again that I'll have somebody who at least one of us has seen the show and give some kind of review on the show. Now, I watched a movie yesterday that I wish I did not watch. Glass. The, the end of the trilogy with M. Night Shyamalan and what a waste of two hours. I don't give a damn about the last two minutes of explaining what we've seen, that we spent six hours of our lives watching. Split was good. Split was all right. I didn't have a problem with that. But this was garbage. This was garbage. So if you have not seen this, Doc is telling you, stay away from it, even if you've seen the first two you really don't need to sit down, waste your time with this. You can quickly read through a Wikipedia review and get the whole end story and see if it makes sense to you. Because if you sit there, you're gonna go, "Damn, man, why did I? Why did I do that? I could, I could have read a book. I could have took a jog. I, I could have cleaned a room. I could have did 
anything. He could have went and shaved. You could have done anything more co uh, constructive than to waste your time with this. So we did have this this week, the fire was in Notre Dame Cathedral in uh, Paris. And that was pretty sad. I was born and raised a Catholic. This is a Catholic icon. It's, um, I watched it on TV. I just happened to be turning through the channels and I seen it and I got caught on CNN, Fox and, you know, BBS, BBC and all these other places. And I watched this building burn. And I knew that uh, as soon as I seen the fire, the conspiracy theories would be jumping off the chain. They would be going everywhere. Sometimes in this life, things just happen, man. Sometimes sparks just fly for no reason. There's no apparent reason. Uh, construction zones are dangerous places. This is an old building, massive amount of wood. Uh, so I'm not going to go with the somebody said this, uh, terrorists did it. All I'm saying is that it's a sad state of affairs. But also a sad state of affairs is how quick people are to donate millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to a temple, but not to temples, meaning each and every human being walking this earth is a human walking, talking, breathing, soul-filled temple. And they don't get to support that a structure. That is a monument, but the people are the priceless jewels that sit inside these monuments, and they are the ones who need the help. There are a lot of people who are starving, a lot of people who don't have proper shoes, proper water on this planet Earth, and we can't give to, to structures before we give to people. We got to always remember, you know, donate. I'm not telling you what to do with your money, but be a good human being. If you see somebody struggling and you got more than you need, share. It's not going to hurt you. It's going to come back. The universe has a unique way of making sure that you get back what you give plus. It's just the truth. The universe will make sure that you get back plus. It might not come back financially. It might come back in longevity, it might come back in a positive test result that you was worried about, but the universe has that, a way of doing that. Maybe it might give your mother, your father, your brother, your sister some more time on this earth. You never know. You just don't know. Because California right now is out of control with homeless. I mean, I've spoke on this several times. You got the Mission District, you got Skid Row, and to all the people that go down there, like Pharrell Williams, and they don't have to be celebrities. The people that go down there, and like they went down there for Easter, and they gave out shoes, and they gave out plates, and they gave out gifts. You know what? The worst thing that a human could feel is that nobody loves them. On top of being hungry, on top of being homeless, to also feel like you don't matter in this world says a lot about you. Well, it says a lot about the world's view of you because we have these people who are considered almost invisible and it's not right. It's, it's horrible 
And my heart goes out to them. I'm born and raised in New York City. I've seen thousands of homeless, but I have not ignored thousands of homeless. I cannot give to everybody, but I can help some people. And I've done that and I will continue to do that to the day that I die. I Before I throw out anything, if it's usable by another human being, I do anything in my power to get that item to a person who it might be a treasure to them. It's now no longer good to me, but it's a treasure to them. Because that coat that you, just because you make money, you oh, I had this coat too long, that coat could be the difference between somebody freezing to death and making it through a winter. So just something to keep in mind. I'm not here to ever browbeat you. I'm never here to uh, pretend that I'm opening up some third eye of yours. That's not my responsibility. That's not what I do. That's not what Strange Talk with Doc is about. But if something touches my heart, my mind, or my soul, I am going to kick it out of my mouth along that is a positive message. So don't forget, those are your brothers and those are your sisters, you know, because that could potentially be you. That could potentially be your neighbor. So help when you can help. I'm not saying help till you bleed help to you hurt, but help somebody if you can help somebody. It's a beautiful thing. And I touched on this earlier. Always speak your truth. I'm going to have this discussion when the guys call in the next show that this is not about being agreeable. Strange Talk with Doc is not about being agreeable all the time. Sometimes conflict is a better solution. You find out the truthful answer to a question when you have conflict, instead of everybody just agreeing on a subject. So we're going to stop pushing in that direction. And I'm going to bring this up again next week, but I'm going to wait until I have, sometimes I have three, two to three guys who call in and we have uh, nice conversations, but we, we're going to definitely start talking about speaking each and every person's truth, because I see their social media and sometimes, especially one of them, social media does not match the words that are spoken here on Strange Talk with Doc, and I'm putting it into that shit, okay? I'm put, definitely putting it into that. So Soldier Boy gets himself arrested, you know? And then the insane part is while Soldier Boy is arrested, his house gets burglarized. Somebody uses his iPhone to post and brag on social media about the person that they're the people who actually robbed Soldier Boy's house. Now, we've come to a level of stupidity, beyond stupidity. It's a whole new stupid. Not only did we have that, when Nipsey Hussle was killed, there was a guy who went online, who went on somebody's uh, live feed show. I don't know if it was Facebook Live or one of those shows. And he was bragging about being the man who killed Nipsey Hussle. I mean, are we now at a point where we do anything to make sure that we get uh, likes, that we get views, that we even claim to do things that we did not do, even though it's going to bring weight against us, it's going to bring pressure down in our world, just because cloud chasing is such a big, huge thing. You know, we have celebrities who cloud chase. 50 Cent seems to be the king, the master, and the lord of cloud chasing when he doesn't even have to. He, against all odds, he's made it in this world. He's actually made it. He doesn't, if he was 
a different kind of man. He could just sit back and it'd be like a water off a duck's back. None of this shit matters. But what Doc thinks of him would not matter. But he wouldn't make it my business either, you know? But uh, this is just insane to me. Why would you why would you put yourself in jeopardy of even being arrested, questioned, detained, maybe losing your job, your respect of your your mother, your father, or even worse, fired from your job because you're claiming to do something as horrendous as murder someone. And to do it on social media makes zero sense to me. I don't know how we smarten up the dumb, but the dumb have to be smartened up. Somebody's got to, with some respect out there, that holds a position of power, start telling kids, that social media is fun. Social media is nice to use. Social media is great. You can have your podcasts, your blogs, but you also have to protect yourself. You also have to protect your potential earnings. You have to protect where you live. You have to protect the fact that you are still going to be held responsible for what you do on social media. But there's not a lot of people in the know who speak out about these things. So, you know, I guess they're on their own. But let's let's do something to wisen up the dumb. You know, now I'm going to say this guy's name as best as I possibly can. Peter Bugatti. He decided that he's going to run for the president of the United States. And he's actually what's called, quote unquote, the first openly gay presidential candidate in the history of America. I wish him the best of luck, but I'm also a realist. America's not ready for a homosexual. America's not ready for a woman. America is not ready for another black president. We live in in an explosion over the last four years of homophobia, Islamophobia, sexism, racism. It's out in the open. It's no longer hiding in any closet. It's not tucked behind any doors. It's just right there in your face because you can get a guy like this Joey Christian who goes into an AT&T store in Texas and just starts railing on the guy behind the counter saying vile racist shit claiming to have killed, been killing his type for 20 plus years don't even know if this dude has ever had any military service so now he done dogged himself out like I said with his neighbors, his job if they care uh, you know he might have had a, a black guy down the block or uh uh, Indian guy down the block that he used to talk to in his neighborhood, and now that's jeopardized because he just can't maintain himself. And then on top of it, the fool gets arrested because he's sitting there threatening. You know, it it, it doesn't make sense, but it's it's where we are today, and that's why it would be so hard for openly gay male or female to actually be president because you could actually attack their sexuality. And the massives won't even find that to be a problem. They won't even have an issue with the fact that he's open. I mean, he's gay 
and he's being attacked not because of his politics or what he wants to do while in office, but who he will be with and his sexuality while he's in office. I no longer care. There was a time, I don't know why, that I had that same sickness that other people had, that I cared about what people did in the privacy of their bedrooms. Now I am a full formed adult who says, it's legal, it's none of my damn business, and I stay out of it. You don't have to tell me you're homosexual because I don't even give a rat's ass. I don't care who you love as long as it's legal within the United States of America. I don't want 40-year-olds with 13-year-olds. No, I have to be clear on that. But if it's an adult with an adult and nobody's being harmed, none of my business. Now, a real fool. Mark Lamparello, 36, 37-year-old guy with a PhD, he entered St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City. Now, this is after what has already happened in Notre Dame. He's got gas cans, lighter fluid, and he's claiming that he's just going through St. Patrick's Cathedral to get from Fifth Avenue to Madison Avenue. If you ever, if you're a New Yorker, you don't use buildings like that as stairways to get from one section to the next. Now, I don't even know where, how the hell he was parking his car on the street up there because they don't usually allow much parking on Fifth Avenue or Madison Avenue. That's pretty much like you get in, you get out, get out your cab and keep it moving. So I really haven't heard much more about what, what's going on with this guy, but I'm sure that they must be raking him through the coals, looking at everything on his computers. And he better hope that other than this, that he lived a very clean life, that there's no uh, pictures that shouldn't be there, no videos that shouldn't be on his computer, that he wasn't studying terrorism or that he had some kind of anti-Catholic sentiments in his heart because now he doesn't, no pun intended, he's opened a can of worms on his own ass by being stupid because what was he doing in that cathedral, especially at that time and place? I mean, the timing is very suspicious. And on top of it, the place is highly armed. It's highly guarded. There's cops everywhere in Manhattan. There's cops at every entrance and exit of one of the biggest iconic Catholic institutions still known to mankind outside of Vatican City. You know? Now, I had talked about uh, cloud chasing. Well, another one, Kodak Black with his foolishness. We discussed how he came at Nipsey's wife, which I thought was disgusting. But he was just arrested trying to get in the Canadian border. You know, I guess two cars don't understand GPS is his claim on this one. Three guns between the two cars, extended clips, marijuana, which shouldn't be a crime anywhere. So I hold that not against him. But when you're trying to head from America into Canada and you got gun, you got problems. But he gets released pretty damn quickly. 
celebrities get released from shit that normal people would sit in a jail cell for a long time. He's allowed to post bail, but he might have screwed himself up by getting his uh, bail revoked in South Carolina on a sexual assault charge. But this man has done nothing but dumb his nose at people for the last two weeks. And sometimes it's not just Joe Blow, but celebrities have to also be very careful of how they handle social media. They sometimes they piss off the wrong people and these people make sure that attacks come back on them. Uh, he doesn't seem like the most well thought out brother that I've ever seen. He could be brilliant. I don't know. I mean, for him to have even made it from where he was to who he is today shows some form of intelligence, some form of talent. He has something to sell that people are willing to buy. But you would think after Tasashi 69, who wrote the blueprint on how not to be a negative view all the time, that some of these guys would say, you know what, let me be a little bit, let me, my persona be a little positive so that I don't have the people that's in power always look at me as horrible. Because the first time that you be, the first time that you're cleaned up, it can't be in a courtroom. And see, that's the thing. Everybody becomes the clean cut boy when they stand in front of the judge, they throw on the fucking glasses, a suit, they get a haircut. And that's the first time that you actually see a person look like a human being. And then outside of that, they're running around covering their face with hundreds and hundreds of dollar bills. So you know what? Like I said, we bullshit. I, I wish him the best, but I wish him, I wish him more intelligence in his actions more intelligence in his movement, more intelligence in his social media status. It's not that important, man. You're eating and you're eating every night. You're not worried about where your next meal comes from. So you don't need some dumbass from Paducah giving you a thumbs up and telling you how great you are unless you feel that empty about yourself. Well, I'm going to thank you and tell you that I appreciate you listening to me. And I appreciate you taking time out of your day doing whatever it is that you were doing to give Doc a listen. So once again, this is Strange Talk with Doc. Please go to one of my sites, subscribe, comment, like, share. Give me some insight. If there's a subject matter that you would like to hear me talk about, and maybe you just want to hear somebody else's perspective on it, a black man from Brooklyn, and you might be something from somewhere else just to see if we jive on topics, I am more than willing to tackle those. I'm not scared of any subject known to mankind. There's not one that shakes me. I don't care if it's religion, politics, sports, news, anything. I, I'm just not shake. I'm not that type of person. I'll think, think it through and I'll come up with the best argument that I have to make my point the most intelligent that I can. And I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, peace to you and peace to yours.